Yo, this is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. This is a podcast where we share our thoughts, ideas, and rants about anything pop culture and the world around us. With a little shimmy twist. You can always keep up with us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's shimmy PressPlayAR on Instagram. <laughs> this episode has it all. Loki, HBO's Generation, Escape Room, American Horror Stories, and of course RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Mm, that's a mouthful. Stick around, guys. Alright guys, we are happy to have you guys here. We've been pretty much uh, just living the life as any other people try to live under these uh, circumstances. Uh, not that long ago, we went out to eat to celebrate your brother's uh, birthday. And I think uh haven't seen your family. Oh my god. Yeah, you you've missed I think almost every one of one of my family's get-togethers. It was Father's Day I missed, I missed Mother's Day, I missed Flag last Day, Christmas, I last Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. New Year. Well, I don't think we did anything for New Year. I know I've seen your mom of course, uh but I haven't seen your dad at all uh in about like 6 months. Uh and your other family, your nephews, your nieces, it's it's been a minute and when you know well, you have a, a a hefty schedule, work schedule now. So it's very sporadic. Yeah, you're working you know? a lot of a lot of holidays, and it but doesn't always year, line up. Yeah, but this year I know I have these holidays off. I'll make sure of it because I worked them all last year. So I'm really really happy. But regardless, it was nice seeing your family. Uh, we went uh, to this restaurant where your niece works at, and she exclusively was our waiter. She was amazing. Uh, I love her. Uh, and Oh, and I saw your nephew, Desi, who is one of our biggest fans. Yay. Hey, Desi. <laughs> Hi, Desi. We need to have Desi on. Uh, yeah, I did reach out to him uh, okay. to have him and his girlfriend on. And hopefully, because uh, Desi's girlfriend is a veterinarian and she works odd hours as well. Uh, so ve- it's... Ve- Veterinary assistant, I believe. Or oh. she's not quite a vet- veterinarian. Vet- Vet, veter, veterinarian but she is a vegetarian oh she's oh, yeah. a vegetarian all right <laughs> uh so yeah we're just waiting for uh for our schedules to coincide together uh but regardless we are going to meet up for a ortiz uh family reunion ortiz slash dr miss dr miss family reunion which will be a, a bunch of other family members that i haven't seen of yours in a very long time Including your brother, Matt, and your sister-in-law, Brooke, who lives in New York. It's going to be thrilling. And I don't mean that sarcastic at all. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. Other than that, we've been to the movies. We'll talk about that later after the break when we break down uh, the Escape Room saga. Uh, Other than that, what have you been up to? You know, same working. uh, I'm getting back on a better schedule for, you know, swimming I changed pools because the other one started allowing more than one person per lane. And for whatever reason, when everyone's in one lane or there's one person per lane and someone comes up and they're that seventh person, they look around a hundred percent of the time. They'll choose my lane. (laughs) I don't know why. Maybe I I don't know. I I guess I look nice. I I mean, you do, but is it the pro? Is it the problem that people don't know how to swim, or if there's like a an experienced swimmer like you who respect a 
two person one lane thing you does that bother you or you what? know it, it doesn't so much bother me you know it's uh i am like fast you know faster than most of the people there you mm-hmm. know most of the people are just there to like kind of and i had this problem with la fitness as well people will just walk around walk up and down and i'm like i'm trying to swim here or you know there'll be kids playing in and out of the lanes yeah that's why i quit la fitness because it just sucked yeah there was there, no... there were all these rules that you supposedly had to like keep uh but nobody enforced shit you know Correct. nobody cared yeah. um but this this pool is bigger uh and i haven't had any issues you know since i mean they're you know, it gets packed after work. I think mm-hmm. that's their busiest time, but, you know, I've never had to share a lane with anyone. Uh, it's just, um, it's been rainy lately, so we've been rained out a few times, which I, I've i I've forgotten that experience. I, you know, I've had entire swim meets be, be rained out when I was a kid, you know, or just Damn. sitting there waiting for hours. Holy shit. Uh, in, in, you know, outside the, in the parking lot. It's weird shit. Um, but I'm happy to be back. I've you know it's been a year since I've been you know 100 swimming again, and I'm happy. It, it's very soothing for yeah, me. Yeah, and it's a good and it's a good workout. That's your zone. That's pretty cool. All right, so we have been watching a lot of television and movies, and we are happy to talk to you about them. So the first thing we're going to talk about is Loki. Uh, that it is on Disney Plus and it takes place um, in the Loki verse. <laughs> uh, it's funny because Kevin Feige is like, these are the shows that you guys have to watch in order to understand the phase four of the MCU. Uh, in a general aspect, we did see WandaVision, we did see Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we just finished loki which was a triple threat of the inception of phase four of the mcu what did you think about the show the characters and the storyline about it uh it got off a little slow loki um the first couple episodes were pretty slow but um i kind of called a twist from the beginning you did uh like that it was going to be like a wizard oz wizard of oz type twist uh and I, uh, I like this one uh, a lot more than um, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a giant. Not Winter. Uh, um, what do you call it? What's Falcon and Falcon Winter. and Winter Soldier. I felt like it was all just basic filler to get to that point where the Falcon becomes Captain America, and I felt like it wasn't needed because he kind of was given the shield at the end of that movie. Of it's like. He just decided, oh, you know what, let's just put that shield in a, in a museum. I don't want it. And then spend the next six to eight episodes finally Con- becoming... Contemplating. Yeah. And we understand the message behind it and all that stuff. Uh, I understand where you're coming from about it. Uh, out of the three starter pack, that was my least favorite uh, of them all. But it w- it's not like the worst. I mean, it's not like Thor 2. Um, Never seen it. Or Thor, or Iron Man 3. Never seen it. Glad. Don't. <laughs> um, but besides that, I really... Loki was mediocre for me. Uh, there was a part... There was an episode that I constantly talk about is when they're, they both... Loki and Sylvie are in that planet. Laramie... No, Laramie are the cigarettes from The Simpsons. 
Lomir or whatever that the planet is destroying because the moon is coming down. As soon as they get, as soon as they get there, there's like meteors, constant meteors and rocks from that moon falling, and they're like escaping, and they gotta dodge the meteors because if not, they'll die. So they find a place where they can talk and be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" That part gets over, and then they decide to go somewhere else in order to escape the planet and then they're walking and there's no meteors Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not consistent and then in the next scene all the meteors are coming and then it it just pulled me out of that world uh and i really didn't like it uh that part it was it was an odd uh it was an odd episode the one thing i didn't like about that episode was uh it was noticeable loki using his his power to you know be in a in a costume or whatever what do you call it like a uh fool people yeah and then you know two minutes later he kind of forgets about that power and he's just fighting because he's loki Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really make any sense just be consistent with that power correct because there would be i guess no action sequences if you know from the train to wherever the hell they were trying to get to correct because they were getting on the train to go to the city and then that was their first plan, and then that went haywired, and then they're like, oh no, we're fucked, we don't know what to do, let's just walk to the city, and I'm like, why couldn't you do that in the first place? (laughs) You know, it contradicted, it pulled me out, I also didn't like the finale, it reminded me a lot of Game of Thrones season 8, where it was just silence and quietness, and like, it was just pulling you to to get that suspense feeling from you you're expecting a twist or something or or like more action i i was expecting i don't know some more substance than spending the first 10 minutes slowly walking into that room and And it's sitting there for like the next half hour (laughs) exactly and it's like come on bro it was just a filler for me to be honest i'll say the the actor i don't remember the character's name um let's call him oz yeah cool uh he's fantastic he's a fantastic actor did you know he was he's a trained uh clown and he used a lot of his clown uh training to wow yeah, to I, do that I believe part. it. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, and I really like uh, Sylvie, the actress that plays Sylvie as well. Uh, you know, I, I was all right with it. Not as good as WandaVision. Um, Kang is appearing in The Immortal, but as a different variant. Because, you know, there's different variants in different Kang, galaxies. Kang, Kang, Kang. The, the Oz. Oh, that, that character. Okay, yeah. okay. So he uh, but, in... but played by the same uh, character? I don't I mean, think actor? so. No. I don't think so. Uh, but don't don't quote me on that on that. I just read recently that the variant of Kang is part of the group of the Immortals. Okay. Um, but interesting. Uh, season two is confirmed, uh, and we are excited to for that. We will should be re, uh getting a Spider Man no 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 way home no more home I don't know no way home or a trailer very soon very very soon because the 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 film is is coming out on December seventeenth uh we have that this year we have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out soon and also uh the Immortals the Immortals for Marvel yeah and in TV we have and, and Ms. Venom. Technically, it's Marvel. Yeah, technically. Not not exactly. And in TV, we are getting Ms. Marvel and Hawkeye. This which year? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the showrunner confirmed that it's happening this year. Because uh, f- there was rumors that it might be pushed, but I feel it's like not. Hawkeye's going to be closer to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, those who've seen Black Widow will will see that there's possibly a tie into into Hawkeye. So you got to watch these things in order to understand what it is cuz we were talking with my brother Alfie about it and then mm. he's like who's Val and I'm like you have to <laughs> like, see Did you wait until the end of the be, the end of the credits first and <laughs> yeah. then have you watched Falcon and <laughs> Winter Soldier it's like And but did you see uh Scarlet Witch to understand why the multi well yeah Good lord um, we saw that that video of Scarlet Witch and Loki doing yeah. simultaneously. The showrunner said it was purely coincidental. Wow! But he does not want to take that ideology away from the fans. That's one hell of a coincidence. To the very minute, if you yeah. play the episodes together, mm-hmm. when Wanda gets her powers, that's when uh, Kang uh, is like hearing things. He's like, things have changed. You know, that's yeah. one hell of a coincidence. And then when he drops the the pen, that's when Agatha falls to the ground. Yeah, in the in WandaVision to the exact second. Mm-hmm. You know that you know that's some Wizard of Oz Pink Floyd shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, we're interested in what's to come into this uh, new saga of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, we are still hoping that. Um, Fantastic Four will come out soon. No. Um, <laughs> I'm not. It's the closest thing I'll have to mutants, to be honest. Uh, I also read that there's rumors that Hulkling has been cast, which is the son of Scarlet Witch, not Billy. Or not the 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 gay one, the other one. But as a more teen. Older. Yeah, but okay. that was just rumors. But so much, so much things happening in the MCU, and uh, also, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium is in the works right now. But moving on, uh, we picked up this TV show uh, because we saw that Justice Smith was in it. And we kind of enjoyed him in Detective Pikachu a lot. Um, I think he was the best thing out of the whole movie for me in Detective Pikachu, aside from Pikachu himself. Uh, side note, Netflix has picked up a live-action Pokemon TV series, and people are having mixed feelings about it. Um, Why mixed feelings? Because everything that Netflix touches when it comes to live-action anime turns to shit, according to the stands. Uh, well, case in point, Death Note. Um, Death Note, like, for someone outside of the, the so-called thank you fan or stand community... It was it was enjoyable, you know. Yeah. It was a good movie, but and that you know, was Willem Dafoe. The when fuck? you when you're so close to it, when you, you know you have this vision in your head, no matter what, you know you're going to be disappointed, unfortunately. And the same thing going back to MCU, you have to disconnect yourself from the comic book, from the lore, and this is just a cinematic version, just like this is a live ad- adaptation. The the word says it all adaptation. Yeah. But going back to Generation, it's about, you know, a bunch of high school kids who are trying to find themselves and and just living their life to the fullest. And it's heavily involved in, like, LGBT issues and LGBT uh, love life and love triangles. And I kind of liked it. For me, it was a bit far-fetched because this is, like, new age high school 
old age. Yeah, old. I like. I, I can. I would never go to school with, like my my nails painted unless I want to be shoved in the fucking locker or with a fucking crop top. The school would completely suspend me. Well, but, he he did get suspended. Well, uh, he he did some service, not suspended. Yeah, and well, I mean, he did get in trouble. But whatever. Uh, do you like this show? I like it. Uh, I I like the grittiness of it. I I I feel like um, there there's one character that we didn't know was transgender, like until like the second to last episode, uh, which was cool. Uh, there was an, a a character on Roswell that I meant to mention to you as well. Yeah. That yeah. We were like, oh my god, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, and, li- and and that particular character is obsessed with the X-Files, which I love. Yes. That was a good episode. <laughs> and Generation... Oops, sorry. I just knocked the table. Generation uh, has this thing with storytelling where they give you the ending first in the episode. And then they go back and they redo it with different point of views and in those different point of views it'll all end up simultaneously to what yeah. the end is not every episode is not like every that, episode but, but i, I kind of like when they do that because you see everyone's point of view and you just don't see the main character who is justice smith um point of view all the time i like that a lot uh the the parents as well for us older yes, older viewers yes. uh they're all people that we would know like martha plimpton from the goonies and raising hope mm-hmm. uh sam from true blood yes jay august richards from, from uh angel from angel and the the guy with the lisp from, from big bang theory i forget his name <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they're great because they have their own storytelling and the mom of one of the characters is such a bitch because the kid comes out as bi and she's so ignorant in front of her adult gay friends who are married and she talks down about gay people and they look at her like, what about us? And then she comes with, you're different. And that's and that happens a lot in, in straight community and cisgender heterosexual community where they like you, they just don't like your community. And and you're different. You're you're exceptional. And it's just so ignorant, which is a story that needs to be told because these eyes need to be open wider. A lot of stories that uh that we didn't get growing up, you know, like uh high school stories you know what what it you know when i was in high school it was like jack and willow and willow was fantastic mm-hmm. but you know she wasn't even allowed to to kiss her girlfriend until they freaking left the wb you know what i mean when they yeah. went to upn mm-hmm. uh which was crazy they had to bend over backwards you know what i mean yeah uh the actress that plays riley the girl with the streaks and the crazy mother and and you know i feel like she's fantastic uh, out of all the the young actors, you know they're, they're all in their early twenties or whatever. Uh, but I think she is a fantastic actress, and Riley. she has a career going for. Her I like her too. Ahead of her, uh, the kid who comes out as bi, I feel like he's constantly looks like he's on the verge of crying yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, and Greta, I like her because she reminds me of girls that I. I befriended in high school because there were the quiet ones, the shy ones, and uh, I kind of like her storyline too. Um, we're excited for second season if there ever 
Are they yeah. if they're ever gonna pick it up? There's we're waiting for confirmation. I think we're still waiting on confirmation for Love Victor season three. Yeah, Nothing. still on that one. We'll see. And let's not talk about Zoe, girl. <sighs> Rest Anyways. in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, we've talked about uh our nightly TV nightcap, uh, which started off with watching Girl- Golden Girls, and we have about four episodes, four or five episodes left before we finished a complete series and we started expanding that library uh which is you know we go to bed we wind down and we watch a little bit of television before we fall asleep and that's our 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 routine uh and we uh opened it up with blossom and now we are watching just shoot me which i i'm kind of liking a lot because it's very funny very crass uh in a very tongue-in-cheek kind of comedy and i kind of like that it's a great cast too yes it's a good cast and i'm liking that show you're introducing me to raising hope and yeah. as well as ali mcbeal but that's more of your thing yeah i, I watch ali mcbeal like when you're basically already falling asleep and you watch will and grace while i'm basically falling asleep i you know i already rewatched will and grace with you so i can live without uh and I don't know how to grasp Ally McBeal. I don't. I don't know how to take it. Which is it? A, is it a comedy? Is it drama? I guess it's a, it's a dramedy. Dramedy, yeah. And I just don't know where to place myself in it. So I am just like, Ugh, I don't know. Uh, so these shows are, are a bunch of shows that I haven't watched thanks to you, uh, that have introduced me to these shows. I know these shows growing up because you see them in commercials and stuff like that, and coming up next and. And so on and so forth. Um, and at the same time, it was, I guess, ahead, uh, before my time or ahead of my time, mm-hmm. before my time. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Uh, so I really wasn't interested in those type of television show. I found them as a kid or as a, a young adult too mature for me. Um, and I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking the, the those shows that you have introduced to me. One show that I'm thinking of uh, that I might want to start as well uh, is The Wonder Years, which you've never watched. I've never watched it. Very good show. Yeah. Very who was the show. one who also said it was good? Was it Brenda? Or I know. We, we discussed it recently. I think it was at Adele's party. So it might have been Adele or Charlene. Speaking of Adele. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Adele. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we went to her pool party and it was so much fun. There was a bunch of kids on the pool, and I was kind of uh, the kid wrangler. Yeah. While all the parents and all the mommies were drunk. I mean, I, I drank a bit, but, you know, I I was in the pool with all the kids, and I was a sea monster that they were trying to kill. <laughs> and it was, it was pretty fun. I love kids. I feel like uh, when I have kids around, I, I automatically, you know, de-age into their age and, and become a young kid myself. Uh, the last episode, uh, before this one, we had the lovely, lovely, lovely Ada and Angel from LGBT, uh, LGBT chat podcast. Uh, they're very smart, very funny, uh, great, great, great duo. And, uh, if you haven't heard that episode, I suggest you do, because we do talk a lot about LGBTQ representation in, in media and in film and television. And Ada introduced us or suggested us to watch Big Sky on Hulu, I think. And she was really, really obsessed with it. And she's like, you guys should watch it. And we watched the first episode. 
and it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, it had a nice twist at the end of the first episode. Uh, and what about you? What did you think of Big Sky? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I had forgotten that it was a network show, so there was uh, a lot of stuff like the a lot of. Uh, I guess I'm used to watching stuff on uh, where language is is isn't censored or whatever or gore isn't censored or and stuff like that um but i kind of knew that there was a twist i remember when when the premiere first uh when it first premiered and there were articles what about that big twist on big sky but i didn't read anything Mm -hmm. so i knew something was going to happen and i'm like i have a feeling i know what's going to happen i didn't know exactly what was going to happen but i had a feeling about one of the characters um and then also you know We've seen trailers for the second, or I've seen trailers for the second season, and you know certain people aren't in those trailers, you know. So I'm like, uh, this might not be good for at least this season for certain people. Uh, but it was, it was, it was fun. It was enjoyable. Uh, I think it could be a good filler thing if you're not interested. I can watch it while you're no, playing. No, I do want to watch it. I know I, I want to see how it goes because they. There is some characters that I, I really like. Uh, I fell in love with the trans actress that was uh, played as a prostitute at the beginning of the film. And I'm like, oh, this is so cliche. This is so the same thing. But knowing that later on, plot uh, spoiler alert, that she's actually kind of alive. I'm like, good. I hope like sh- her story evolves into something amazing and not typical, you know, place in a box where she fucking dies because she was prostituting because she can't do anything else and going back to what you were saying about uh storytelling for gay people or for lgbt people normally in the media all you see is the only struggle we have is us coming out and then it's that special episode on family matter special episode of this and it's just like that's that's the only thing and boom that's it that's done boom but with shows like Generation, like hopefully like Big Sky, um, things have changed a lot. Things, things have, have changed, a lot. changed immensely. So, as an adult looking at these kids' story, adolescent story, I'm like, I remember this. Like I, I remember these feelings. I remember these struggles that I had. Like finally, these stories are told through my eyes that I can relate to, uh, and it's really really great. It's really fun. Um, we're going to move on to American Horror Stories, which is a anthology per episode. Uh, American Horror Story is an anthology show, but I guess... it's Yeah, it's a season storyline, normally. Yeah. Correct. So this one is like, uh, every episode is different characters. The first two episodes are are like one, one part one and part two. Yeah. Um, and then every episode, you know, going for... Further. Uh, further will be uh different cast different um storylines uh (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i the the one thing you can you can give to ryan murphy is that he exclusively casts or not exclusively but he specifically casts gay gay actors because you know it's harder to get work when you come out or at least it was and you know matt boomer was like the lead of of some show and like pictures were leaked of him with an ex-boyfriend at the time he's like i you know i'm the lead i can't 
like people were asking about him. I can't, you know, I'm the lead of this show. This could ruin the show. Mm -hmm. He he said that Mm -hmm. in interviews. Um, and now he's getting, you know, amazing work, you know, exclusively playing gay characters, but why the fuck not? You know, someone has to. Um, so Matt Boomer, uh, Gavin Creel was in it, who is a Broadway star. I think he played, uh, spider-man in the spider-man musical or something uh and they they played a couple with a a daughter who was into bdsm i feel like the first two episodes was just a rehash of the first season of american horror story it was nothing new uh paris Jackson was there. She is gorgeous, but she was cast. She's not a teenager. As a teenager, and she looks like 25. she's in her mid to late twenties. My God, though, she is freaking gorgeous. Oh, she's awesome. She's beautiful as fuck. But it was just a rehash of the first season. The third episode, I did not like it at all. I was left with more. And <laughs> but and, and that's when I told you, like this is like this is an anthology series. This is how it's going to be. It's going to be like. You know, a storyline and it's going to have that twist at the end that you didn't see coming and then nothing after that. So, like, it, like is is this all going to be in the same universe? Because supposedly the twist at the end of the, the second or the second storyline at the movie theater or the, the movie or whatever, that would kind of uh, end, end the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. So, obviously, it's going to be, you know, its own little universe, American Horror Universes or whatever. I think the, the, the third episode, or the fourth episode's out already. Speaking of, of scary, I f- forgot to write here in the script, uh, Fear Street on Netflix. Did you like that? The three-parter, uh, Fear Street 2000 or whatever? For, yeah, for, you know, for a Netflix horror movie, I liked it. You know, it's nothing exactly to write home about, but there, uh, I... I, I I wasn't expecting them to kill certain people off that they did, which I liked. Uh, it, there were several twists coming that I didn't expect to see coming. Uh, and it was a really good uh, self-contained storyline throughout the three movies. Like, you know, because when I heard about it, it's like 1994, 1976, and then 1666. I'm yeah. like, why didn't they just do it in order? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it makes if, sense. If you after. watch it, you understand. Yeah, and these are books based on the popular author R.L. Stein, who I grew up collecting all his books. Uh, and to see that he has a more darker side and. To see this type of gore, I was like, wow, this is fucking impressive for R.L. Stein. Uh, Because you usually write young adult novels, you know? Um, And to see the gore of it, because what I liked also about it, someone who doesn't like horror or whatever, usually horror films or horror shows, they hack the victim off screen. You know? With this one, you actually see it being happening so i wouldn't say it's usual that they do it off screen maybe the ones that you've seen maybe i don't know but i i enjoyed it i think i liked uh the second one and the third one better than the first one um i would say i like the second and the first one better cool the 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 third one was kind of uh you know i didn't like the 1666 part i feel like you know I didn't really need to see it. I basically knew what was going to happen. 
Oh. You know, because they've already explained what was going to happen. Yeah. Continuing uh, continuing our horror uh, topic, let's go into RuPaul's All-Star. All right. And you're yes. going to have to remind me what's happened recently because I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, the person who went home, I believe, was uh, Akira Davenport. It was against her and Raja O'Hara were in the bottom two. Right. And we're, Bef- we're two weeks behind, so the week before that it was uh, Scarlet. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet, Scarlet, <laughs> Scarlet Witch. Can you imagine? She's I in RuPaul. I actually can. I'm imagining her Category right now. is Marvel Cinematic. Oh, God. <laughs> they need to do that. They need to. Uh, so it's coming to the almost to the end. I'm surprised they haven't done a snatch game uh, yet. Coming. Uh, but you have uh, Eureka still on, Jan is still on, uh, Raja O'Hara is still on. Uh, who else? Ginger Minge, uh, who won the last challenge, I believe. And uh, who else? Oh, Sonique. Uh, Sonique Love, I think. Uh, but it was good. It was it was interesting, and we got a cameo from Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. Uh, who I thought she was gonna lip sync, but obviously she's not. She's never lip synced before. <laughs> um, so that was that was interesting. Um, who are you rooting for? I hated Raja O'Hara in her season because she treated Evie oddly terribly on on the season, calling her that she smells bad and she stinks. And that she's not dragon, she will never be glamour and all that stuff. But she's pulling it through with this season, and I'm really impressed with what she is uh, coming up with. I did like Scarlet Envy, and I mean, I have a soft spot for Jan. And I feel for Jan because Jan is the type of person that her her attitude is always at 110%. And people try to tell her to to tone it down and she's completely oblivious about it and i understand her because i know i've met people who are genuinely that hyper that that out there and they don't know anything else but a hundred and i feel for her when she broke down because she generally is telling the viewers like i don't know what they want from me this is like my real authentic self uh so I hope that, you know, she learns how to control it or learn how to work with it even better. What about you? Uh, I'm on Team Jan officially. Uh, I honestly kind of kind of liked him, but um, I kind of expected him to be kind of the filler queen that, that he was going to be gone within the first three episodes. Uh but I'm I'm on on like that's who I'm rooting for at this point. I also like uh uh Sonika Sonique Love Sonique Love uh trans uh woman um she's gorgeous. My god, she reminds me of uh of Joan Osborne. I don't get why like everyone's obsessed with Eureka. I can't stand her. I feel like like they give certain people um, critiques, like Jan about being too much something, and then Eureka is basically the exact same thing. She's always on, but they let that slide. Like, mm-hmm. and and they did give her a little bit of a negative critique this past week, and I'm and in the previews it kind of shows a little more. I hope she doesn't make it to the finale, but I feel like they're setting it up. I feel like they've already decided that she's going to. 
I don't know why. I can't stand her. I didn't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's it. Oh, but I do agree with you. Uh, I feel like they are all yay for Eureka, and then for Jan, it's completely, completely opposite of that. Um, I hope that. I'm sorry to say this, but I hope that Eureka doesn't win. Um, I'm not sorry to say it. I hope she doesn't <laughs> win. Obnoxious. Can you imagine? She'll uh, never shut up about it. So, from the runway to Area 51, uh, you have been watching Roswell Reboot since it came out, I guess. And now the first episode of the second season has just been released talk about that because i'm not watching it it was the uh, the first episode of the third season god i feel Holy like crap. It's, it's 2001 all wow. over again <laughs> roswell i did not know roswell new mexico uh, uh you know they, they do a pretty really good job with the storytelling and and the fact that it's only i think 12 or 13 episodes a season helps a lot with uh with the specific arcs that they're doing uh you know the the first episode they're still teasing us with Alex and Michael for some reason I don't know they introduced a shitload of new characters there was uh and then um there was a character uh from Sense 8 she was a trans woman who I didn't realize was on last season cuz I rewatched the finale from last season she played the sister of of I forget the character's name um one of the detectives yeah. And I'm like, she looks familiar. So that was cool. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I, I hope to see her and her sister back. I, I like both those characters. I don't remember their names. It's been, you know, over a year since since I watched, watched the show. Um, but they introduced a shitload of new characters. And then a season arc where someone's going to die eventually. Like they flash forwarded or someone had a vision of a funeral in, in the future. And they're doing that thing. Like, then they showed certain characters. like That's a Raven. (laughs) Not exactly. But but they showed, like, in the funeral, they showed certain characters that we can eliminate from dying. And then certain characters weren't there. So they could be dying. So that's going to be a a season arc. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens. You know, it's a fun show. Uh, Better than the original. You know, it doesn't have Emily Draven. So, no. No. <laughs> cool. Uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back. We'll be talking about the Escape Room and the sequel, Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Stick around. Woo woo. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, we had a double feature this past weekend. We watched the 2009 movie Escape Room and the sequel Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Uh, actually, it was 2019. What the first one. 2009. Oh, whoops. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with the 2019 film starring Taylor Russell, Logan Miller, Deborah Ann Wool. Nick Dadani, Joy Ellis, and Tyler Labine. It was your second time watching it, babe, because uh, you wanted to brush up on it uh, before we started the second one. Uh, since you're the gory horror suspense movie uh, connoisseur from the both of us, or, what was your thought of it? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it gory. Um... It was one of those movies that you were playing your video game and I decided to rent one day. Yeah. And I, I, I found it very entertaining, not like the most, uh, 
the best movie in the world, but I thought it was very entertaining, and I thought there were a few good twists, and the 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 cinematography is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The um the scene where that's outside of the cabin, um, yes. in the snow, I thought it was was beautiful, and it reminded me so much of when we went to Halloween Horror Nights outside of the the Yeti, the Yeti cabin. Oh, that was so good. And even with the cabin, it yes. was very cool. I, I would love uh, Halloween Horror Nights to do, this is like sidebar thing, to do an <laughs> escape room thing. But, you know, not very gory. They're both PG-13. Um, fun movie. It was fun to, I mean, it's impossible to figure out, even though I did figure a few out when I watched it with you. I remember. Uh, it's almost impossible to figure out, you know, how to how to escape. Um, and the, the the characters are, like, doing it at a million miles per minute. And I'm like, I would die so fast. I would too. You know? I would crack because under pressure. You're literally in an oven, and you have to like go find clues. I'd be in the fucking corner holding myself. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> roast to death. You know, I can't. I can't think under pressure like that. Maybe. Or maybe I can. You know, maybe maybe uh, it's a fight or flight. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, I you know I, I really liked the the first one and I I thought the 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 kill order wasn't as obvious as you would expect uh, and there were a few good good surprises like I said before I don't want to you know get into it you know we're not spoiling spoiling stuff but uh, Logan Miller was in love uh, love Simon mm-hmm. uh, so it was cool to see him again Tyler Labine of course has been in several. Uh, movies. He was in the show Reaper, and he was in the failed Charisma Carpenter pilot. Uh, these dogs Cordy. of mine, or something, something to do with dogs, cats and like cats and dogs. He played her brother. Unfortunately, it didn't get picked up. You can you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, and if Taylor Russell does sound familiar, she was in the Netflix show Lost in Space. Me, I like her. Yeah, I did too. Uh, and her mild lisp. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. cute. Uh, me for what it is or what it was, I kind of enjoyed it. It wasn't uh, nothing to write home about. It was just for me was a very toned down saw. Yeah, I, I can basically, see that. basically that's what I picked it up as. Um, but it was good. The acting was decent. Um, I really can't say much about it. It's. It, it is what it is. Yeah. I You know, I, I liked... I, I was happy to hear there was going to be a sequel because, you know, there aren't a lot of, uh, you know, new... Uh, oh, shoot. What's the word? Franchises. Like, mm-hmm. in horror. Like, new ones. And, yeah. you know, with Happy Death Day, which was really cool. See, and that one was good. That's another new... And the second one was fucking nuts. That one was a good... God help us with the second one. Someone, like, did a lot of marijuana and then wrote the, <laughs> the script for the second one. What? And then and then did more and then edited it together. But it... it okay, we're not talking about uh, Happy Death Day right now. Uh, but yeah, and Deborah Ann Wool as well is in it. And the out actor Nick Do- Dodani, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. was the... Uh, supposedly the... The... Uh, genius, or not the genius... Uh, the, the pro, the pro of escape rooms, yes. as well. So you know, I, 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 yeah, I enjoyed it, and I really wanted to to make sure, or I really wanted to see the second one. And I wanted to make sure that you watched the first one, uh, so I rented it again. Um, 
before watching the second one. Man, movie theaters are open. There's a, a new movie out every week. I have my yeah. AMC Stubbs thing going. And uh, our movie theater is located inside a mall, and we have been seeing a slowly rise of outdoor activities that people are doing. And on top of that, people... Uh, are choosing not to wear a mask and right now it is imperative that we continue wearing masks especially those that are not vaccinated uh, to continue to wear masks because as we posted in our Instagram story although it's open work we're, we're taking as much advantage as we can because we don't know if we're gonna go back on lockdown and even though we're both vaccinated we still we still follow proper precaution in keeping ourselves and others safe because although we're vaccinated we can still get the virus and, and spread it to someone else exactly uh so we can be as healthy as a horse we might not get any type of of side effects but that can be carried into our parents or our older uh friends and family that that we talk to um, but it's nice to see that it is becoming uh, a normal or back to normalcy, but I really am not holding my breath. I'm afraid that we're going to go back. We are. To, you know, unfortunately, the way things are going. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. So our third trip to the movie theater. Yeah. So far <laughs> this year, uh, we saw Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Uh, six people unwittingly unwittingly find themselves locked in another series of escape rooms, slowly uncovering what they have in common to survive. Joining forces with two of the original survivors, they soon discover they, they've they all played the game before. Very, uh, um, what do you call that movie? Um, Final Destination? No, uh, mm. oh my gosh, with uh, Rogue from... Holy crap. Anna Paquin? The, no, uh, Mystique. <laughs> From the new ones. The Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games did this. <laughs> God help me. Hunger Games did, did the same thing with, uh, with their, and so did, uh, the, the thing that everyone compares Hunger Games to, the, the Japanese one. A Battle Royale. It was the exact same thing. A Tournament of Champions for the sequel. Uh, so, you know, not very, uh. Original. original, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Um, so, returning to this film are, of course, the amazing Taylor Russell and Logan Miller. Spoiler alert, I guess they survived the first one. And are joined by the beautiful India Moore from Pose, Holland Roden, Thomas Conqueror, and Carlito Olivero. Olivero. Olivero, Olivero. I thought that this movie was going to be a tournament of champions. I pictured, you know, uh, big mysterious silhouettes of men and women bidding for these people, and it's being like viewed on television and like the Hunger Games, you know. But it's just was a rehash of the first one. 
More I, rooms, yeah. Yeah, I liked the first one better than the second one, and the second, the first one is not going to make it to my top ten this this hey, year by the end of this year. Never know. Um, but I really didn't like this one. The rooms were very, um, they were bigger and they were more innovative. I feel like um, I did like the first one better as well. Uh, I, I was entertained, you know, and that's all I care about. You know, I'm not one of those people that, that folds his arms and is like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Sequels suck or, or shit like that. As long as I'm entertained, I'm happy. I mean, Even, I was too. And and I will sit here, you know, discussing, discussing like plot holes with you for every movie we see. Yeah. And, you know, conversations like that are fun. So, like, there aren't a lot of movies that... I've, you know, hated, you know, hated like that one movie that I that comes to mind was they come was it they come at night? Remember? Oh yeah, where nothing fucking came at night. Yes. God, oh my god. Yes. That I hated movie. that movie. I fucking hated that movie. Oh my god, it was worse than the Blair Witch Project. I like Blair Witch. Oh, did I hit a nerve? You didn't hit a nerve. I'm just saying I liked it. Uh, and you know, this one had a pretty, pretty good twist. Uh, I kind of, I kind of predicted something along those lines, the lines of the twist, but not exactly. Uh, but it was, it was fun to watch. You know, uh, I'm happy as long as I'm entertained. You know, I feel like this is a movie that you can like just rent with your your significant other on a on a weekday night and just watch this with some popcorn. Nothing to, like, compromise yourself with or you're not, you know, investing too much on it. Um, or with your family and friends, you know, a group of friends. That That's a perfect ambiance that I can see this movie as. Uh, these movies as. Um, what do you rate it? One to five, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a 2.8. Nice. Um, I'm going to give it a, a 2.8 as well. Cool. Nice, nice 2.8. Awesome. And we are through. To all of our loyal listeners, all tens of you, thank you so much for having us as your podcast fix. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And you can continue the fun by following us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's PressPlayAR on Instagram. It is actually fun to follow us on Instagram. I follow us. I, you know, I don't know. But we post... Uh, like uh, pictures of of movie posters and, and like, we ask you thumbs guys up or thumbs down to, to tell us what you like to to see or what are you excited about and we always post the results and you guys are are really interactive with us and we want more of you to to interact so it, it's fun well one movie got a hundred percent which was up. halloween kill halloween kills yeah. yeah and i think in second place was venom which got one thumbs down which is fine you know who who we can't, you know, we can't win them all. I'm surprised that Halloween Kills did did that well. It's a classic. It's a, such an iconic classic yeah. Halloween show. Super excited. This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, 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 I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.